1: This is Bet Center on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. Our number three here on Sin Bet Center as the madness continues. Second round Saturday night in the NCAA tournament. Back with Jeff Parles, Ben Wilson with you, and aggravated uh, Jeff Parles with the Arkansas Razorbacks not making his life easy. They just concede a, a three with five. Uh, three to go from a five point to a two team. point game, 11.9 seconds ago. That's how we start hour number three, Arkansas, who look up five. If they got one stop there, Jeff, assuming they would hit free throws, a chance to cover the six and a half. That's probably not going to happen now as they inbound New Mexico state fouls with 10 seconds left. It is the front end of a one and one here, Jeff, two timeouts left for Arkansas none for New Mexico state 48, 46 in a game that has uh, has been the rock fight of all rock fights this tournament. Well under the 138 and a half or 139 number, and here we go. Could there be another uh, crazy finish in the making here for New Mexico State? Well, is it a, It's a one of one, is it? It is. Yeah, they have two more one and ones as well. It's. Uh, I mean,
2: I mean, likes like, like, is likes likes a really shooter. really
1: good free throw shooter.
2: Whoever that is can't watch. Can't blame
1: him. In all honesty. <laughs> been a, uh, a day like that for a lot of betters. <laughs> the front end is yeah, good. He, he, 49-46. Two
2: Arkansas's credit. They got the ball to the correct guy out of the timeout. So, uh, one more free throw, and and look, you're up four with 10 seconds. Just don't pull a VCU against Stephen F. Austin, and you're probably home here.
1: Don't want to do that. Yeah. You don't want to do that. All right, second free throw coming. It is good. Yeah, they, and uh, Mexico State out of timeouts. So, and the issue for them all night has been the struggles of their stud. Teddy Allen, 10 points, but inefficient, just 4 of 15. Here God, he goes to let the him bucket. Go. They let him dunk just with 2.6. Just 6. get the ball in now. And Arkansas cannot get it in bounce so they call a timeout. One timeout still left, 2.6 to go. And, uh, look, regardless here, New Mexico State has outscored Arkansas 31-24 in the second half. So, New Mexico State was getting a point and a half in the second half. That is going to come home. You know, we had the discussion, Jeff. They set the second half total. It was seventy-one. It was seventy-two, and we're thinking like, all right, we had 43 first half points. Do we really expect these two teams to find enough offense to get to seventy-two? Not even, close. and we're not even close. We're at fifty-five for the second half with two seconds left.
2: By the way, if you're if you're Eric Musselman here, if you got a if you got a home run play in the back pocket here where you can break someone along, you have the right guy in Jalen Williams who has as good of a law. We saw it earlier in the game on a beautiful. Well, there's no timeouts. Rebound. Even if you throw it deep have, and it's knocked away, game's over. You have one timeout left for Arkansas. New Mexico State is done. Yeah, to your so you
1: point, you could do that.
2: I, I look. I would just, I would just take a shot deep here and hope someone can get to it. And worst case scenario, there, your natural, your natural instinct is going to be go get the ball if you're yeah. New Mexico State. And worst case scenario, you're going to have someone taking a seventy footer.
1: Right. So I, I called a game earlier this year, Oregon at Utah. Oregon had issues late. Trying to hold a two-point lead, getting the ball inbounds, they lined up all five guys on the baseline. Right. Dana Allman just had them sprint down court and throw a baseball pass. They do inbounds oh, at short, they got it,
2: but they got it to the right
1: guy though. But so they get it to the correct foul shooter. They're 86% guy at the line. Foul taken. One second does come off the clock. One point eight to go. It's another front end of the one and one. But honestly, even if you miss the front end, the Mexico State, no timeouts, is going to have to try a 75-foot heave. Now,
2: look, this is one of those where if even if he like like you said, if even if he misses the front end, it's you're, it's a, it's anyway, a win win scenario it, 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 for Arkansas. An time March be. moment would have to beat yes. you here,
1: basically, if, if Likes misses the front end here. Chris so. Likes, 86% foul shooter, 5 of 5 tonight. I did love the Dana Ullman play, though, and I saw it live. Just the five guys it's baseline. Perfect. Go sprint to the other direction, and they got a wide open baseball pass layup out of it to uh, essentially clinch the game. Front end is good. He's making fifty-one forty-eight. 51 48. No matter what happens, either he misses, and this is a 75 if, yard heave, or if, five, 5 foot heave, or. I'm making the game is official. If, if
2: he makes this free throw, I'm, I'm t- if I'm Eric Musselman, I'm legitimately telling all of my guys to get on the opposite baseline and don't
1: move. Or just like walk off the
2: yeah. court. You're essentially the, go to the locker room. Go to the hand, go to the handshake line. If he line. makes this
1: second free throw, Perfect. yes.
2: Sorry, right. ball game. Just get out of the way. Just get completely out of the way here. Why would you? And why would you even defend at this point? I know. Just don't move. Just legitimately don't move if you're Arkansas.
1: Well, oh, oh, <laughs> you're always, uh, New Mexico State almost takes Brad Nessler oh out man. with the pass. So. The baseball pass <laughs> hits the CBS monitors. So, uh, so this will end in. Look, this was six and a half, correct? Not six, six right? Yeah, six and okay, a half so, uh, market wide. That yeah. ridiculous
2: pass that nearly took out Nessler and Haywood is not going to impact the spread here. <laughs> uh,
1: no, and, and the second like second half is already New Mexico State. They they win the second half regardless. They were getting a point and a half, uh, e- even if they foul again. And Arkansas makes two free throws. That would be fifty nine points for the half, way under the seventy two. Inbounds comes fall. in. They but will foul, foul with point nine Thanks. left. Uh, but even if Arkansas makes both free throws, New Mexico State is going to cover the second half line, second half money line as well, and and it will be Arkansas who survives. Now if if New Mexico State somehow throws, <laughs> throws the ball immediately out of bounds again and then fouls again, you could somehow cover if you could saw that would seem very unlikely at this point. I don't think I, I think you're I think <laughs> I you're dreaming think a little bit. It.
2: By the way, I think you're right.
1: Very good start out of the half for Gonzaga here,
2: where they give up a bucket on the first one, go down 12, which was the most they were down all day. But they're back within five. Timmy is starting to look comfortable after a really uncomfortable first half. Memphis is starting to break some shots. Now, remember, Memphis was a whole, up a whole bunch against Boise State at halftime and let the Broncos right back into the thing. Uh, and look, Gonzaga, Gonzaga we, this is going to be a close game. Yeah, this, ga- this game kind of reminds me, actually, a game that was a disaster for my wallet and also a disaster for my psyche. Uh, the 2017 tournament when Wisconsin beat was, Villanova, where Villanova got yeah. down double digits at halftime, came back, actually took the lead. In the second half, but then Wisconsin was able to find a way and pull that upset before uh, Chris Chioza did him in the next round at MSG. So it's kind of that's kind of what this game feels like. Timmy with nine points in three and a half minutes to begin the half to get this about up to five. As Memphis uh, again, not good shot selection out of the half. Uh, Seven four starts
1: uh, here for Gonzaga out yeah. of the break. There by the way, bringing everybody off the floor. All the starters coming out. In Buffalo, as Arkansas is going to get the win in a game that featured 32 field goals made, Jeff, 31 turnovers. This uh, this ultimate rock fight is going to somehow see Arkansas, despite two very difficult paths against Vermont and New Mexico State, survive and hold yeah, seed. Yeah,
2: two look two non covers, but they get through. And look, it's not the uh, the easy again. You can say these two runs from Arkansas these last two years, 53-48, your final, so it ends up on 101. There, Ben Wilson. Uh, but but look, uh, good on good on Eric Musselman. This is now three Sweet Sixteens in in five years from in five tournaments for Musselman. Yeah, very impressive uh, for for from from him who again who uh, took a while to even become a college head coach. He uh, was an NBA right. coach at first, uh, not very successful in in Golden State in Sacramento, but now has turned himself into a pretty good college coach. By the way, Gonzaga's within three. Because Timmy is just going that nuts happened quickly here uh, there in Portland. So very impressive start to the half for Gonzaga as they have the ball back. Oh boy, what is this lifeline going to be? Uh, right away here, right to the oh. and a foul. Big, there big, you go. Big uh, so Struthers block a going to the line out of the break, uh, and all of a sudden here the avalanche very quickly oh.
1: from Gonzaga. So much for us not wanting to be no, on Gonzaga look. second half. Look, look, every
2: every once in a while in this tournament, you just overthink something, Ben and. But the way Memphis looked in that half, Gonzaga looked so. Other than really, other than uh, Nebhard and, and 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 Chet, other than getting dunked on uh, by Dandridge early in that half, the physicality looked like it was too much. And Drew Timmy has just completely taken this game over to begin the second half. So, look, it's probably better off for the tournament if Gonzaga wins this game to at least still keep probably keep some one seeds around, but.
1: Look, the South the, the, would disagree with you.
2: Well, look, the uh, again, the uh, the we we didn't really still haven't really talked about Tennessee. Tennessee going out know. in in the South is a pretty ginormous deal there, Ben. Because all of a sudden, and again, like Chattanooga blowing that game to Illinois, I know Illinois is almost a five point underdog against Houston, kind of changes the psyche a little bit too. But look, this is <laughs> this is this tournament now, Ben, where you have the blue bloods in the East region of North Carolina, UCLA and St. Peter's with Texas with, with, yes. te- with Texas and, and Purdue hanging around two very good programs. St. Peter's the last real mid-major standing at this point too. So we, we kind of, we, we didn't expect it to be as chaotic as last year, but we are kind of ending up other than St. Peter's just blowing up the East. If Gonzaga comes back and wins this game, we're going to end up with some pretty significant chalk in most spots.
1: Right. Right now, three and a half live, and it is juiced pretty heavily to the Gonzaga side. A lot of minus 15s, 20s, even a 25 out there is what you'd have to lay. Minus 125 juice on the three and a half. Total 151 and a half to 152 and a half. So we're still pacing slightly below that 155 and a half to 156 pregame total. But again, keep in mind, Chet Holmgren, who's basically done nothing in this game, picked up two quick fouls has been invisible. Drew Timmy now with 15 points, nine rebounds, trying to single-handedly get Gonzaga back in the game. 11-4 run for them uh, coming out here. So, it's going to be uh, Hold hold your horses time for, for Memphis and keeping in mind... back from the last let's just even call it the last eight minutes of the gonzaga georgia state game jeff and the first four minutes so like the last 12 minutes of second half game time for gonzaga they're they're now outscoring their 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 respective opponents by roughly 29 points just in the last 12 minutes of second half game pretty good so obviously a big chunk of that was against georgia state even though they didn't cover but uh yeah that's the case right now down to your head, after we go back and forth, we didn't like what we saw to Gonzaga, partially because of the the, the partial no-show in round one. Is Gonzaga winning this game at this point? It's a
2: very bad start for Memphis in the second half. What are? I, what's the number again? One more time before they get back into action. Three and a half.
1: A lot of but heavy juice to Gonzaga. I I, I still want nothing to do with this. This is a non-answer from no. Jeff. I, I,
2: they, they, I don't have an answer to your question. I don't know. I think if anything has been proven today, I really don't know anything other than wow.
1: other than Arkansas is exactly who I thought the <laughs> they were. We thought they were. Uh, all right. Well. It's okay. We don't have to have a bet on everything. We're going to follow this down to the wire. We also will now discuss, when we come back, some of the results from earlier today. We have a couple of uh, matchups in the Midwest that were very interesting, and we do have another Sweet 16 matchup with an opening line to tell you about next. That is coming up on the other side. Also, continue to update you on Gonzaga Memphis here on Peace and Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VCEN, the Sports Betting Network. Get everything you need to continue betting. The madness is here with 24 seven streaming daily best bet emails in our tournament betting guide, including advice, data and strategy for only 19 bucks. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every remaining round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Greg hoops, Peterson, Matt humans, Jonathan von Tobel, and Tim Murray. They have insights on every key team conference and player to watch from the favorites to the potential Cinderella's sign up today to get the betting guide plus full access to visa through the end of the tournament on April 5th for only $19, at VEASAN.com slash madness alongside a slightly battered but still, ah, pro- still, still, still s- professional still Jeff Farls. St- st- still standing. He's still sitting. Still standing. We're good. We're good. We're fine. You are metaphor. We're fine. We're standing. are uh, Ben fine. Wilson with you. We are watching a fascinating 1-9 matchup between Gonzaga and Memphis. Gonzaga, a big push to start the second half, Jeff, as they were down 10 at the break. They've gotten it to within two. We're laying three and a half live a moment ago, now up to four and a half live. Your in-game total is right on the closing number of 155 and a half. So, very interesting to see what we get here down the stretch. 18-10 Gonzaga yeah, out of the out of the you game. So,
2: 155 and a half? Yeah, right at the like that. So, I can see both sides of the coin on this total real quick, Ben, because yeah. this pace is electric in this game. It's electric. The only thing that I would be concerned about, if this game is continues to be close, at some point, and I would imagine it would be Memphis and not Gonzaga, they will start. St- they will start to stop running their offense. If you know what I'm trying to say, when a game gets close to trying to just run clock, when they're not mm-hmm. really running their offense. By the way, this game is tied with 12:40 to go. 51,
1: 51. Yeah. So,
2: look, I, man, this. See, and they're already kind of starting already. Yeah. But look, I would, I would only look to probably be looking to play over right now. But I, you have to tread carefully here. Go up. Well, that's gonna be, gonna be Gonzaga ball. Should have yeah. been. Was he on of Memphis?
1: bounce? Just kept it alive. Three on nice the shot clock. at a <laughs> nice play. Hey, right as Jeff was saying, <laughs> run all the clock and just try to get a bucket toward the toward the rim. That's exactly what Dandridge and uh, and Memphis does. So Memphis back up too. Interesting things to track there. We've already seen one number one seed go down. The one seed, Jeff, that that had the scare and survived today in a game that not many people thought really had a, had a chance to be close. This was the game that had the highest spread of any second round game. Kansas. Has to hold off a really, really tough fight out of Creighton. You have to give them so much credit, who were without Ryan Kalkbrenner, one of their stud bigs in the middle, and a team that had the sixth fewest bench points of any a team in the country this year, Creighton, uh, and a team who wins in pretty miraculous fashion in round one, down nine against San Diego State with two minutes to go, force uh, overtime and win a pretty crazy game late against the Aztecs. They come in as a 12, 12-and-a-half-point underdog. All the the movement in the market was to Kansas here. Highest spread of the second round, and yet this is a one-point game at the half, Jeff. KU, basically down to the final two minutes, was essentially in a tied-to-two-point game. KU's able to pull away late, win 79-72, as, as you see how this one ends up. And it does uh, end up flying over that 141 total you see there, but certainly a lot closer than that seven-point score would indicate as Creighton basically playing with a six-man rotation, did everything in their power, had zero bench points, did all they could do to keep Kansas at bay, but ultimately, it's the Jayhawks who prevailed. I think Creighton had
2: one bench point in their last three games. <laughs> which is just ridiculous. By the way, Gonzaga and uh, Memphis tied again at 55. 55 up, 10 just, just, a Tremendous game to close us out here tonight, uh, coming in Portland as we go along. So, I will say this. This game, it, Creighton might have won this game if not for that turnover down one with the ball yeah. bad pass good play by abaji gets a dunk K- puts it back up to three kansas's offense really had bogged down at that point and then they got the st- they got the big stop mccormick with a bull- with a big block on the other end uh and, and kansas was able to survive that foul's got to be on
1: Holmgren, doesn't it if it I mean, is it's his
2: third I, I don't i don't think they got him i think they got memphis but, yeah. but 57-55 memphis but but ben i, I really would say that Kansas was pretty fortunate today because that was as good of an effort by Creighton as you could have asked for it. With, like you said, six guys, Kalkbrenner being out of that game was a big problem, was, was a problem because, and again, it didn't end up being as big of a problem. On the paper, it looked like it, it would have been because I thought McCormick could have had a big day, but kept them enough in check.
1: I mean, McCormick, two of eight from yeah, the field, yeah, seven points. No, they did yeah. a
2: great job on him. So, look, Kansas gets Providence, who... yeah. Providence just steamrolled Richmond.
1: Now, there's always at least one of those in the second round, Jeff, where you just, you know, you get you get the the team who wins a lovely upset game like Richmond in round one, and it's a tight line. That was three and a half Providence, and uh, it's just a steamrolling. And Providence, 79-51 in a game that was basically over five minutes into the game. You, you kind of felt like. Do we have an opening number in this game yet? We do have an opening number. Please so go ahead. That, so Providence gets the win. The team that bucks all the analytics trends, much to your pleasure, Jeff. You've you've been all over that from the start.
2: Look, look, a Wisconsin-Providence Elite Eight, as much as I don't like this Wisconsin
1: team, would be relatively enjoyable. Uh, It it would be very, very enjoyable. So, Providence does hold serve after all that. Lowest-rated Ken Palm team on the four-seed line. By far, number one luckiest team in the Ken Palm metric all season. They advance. Uh, and they now take on Kansas, your, your classic 1-4 matchup. This will be Friday at the United Center in Chicago. Again, the second matchup we already have. We do have North Carolina, UCLA. That's the East uh, region going to be Friday night in Philadelphia. We've already seen a lot of money hit in North Carolina early. That opened three, UCLA laying it. It's down to two or two and a half, depending on the book there. We have an opening number as well on Providence in Kansas. Opens eight, Kansas laying 141 your total. And I see a little nibbles uh, offshore on Providence, there are a couple books have gone to seven and a half. One book in Vegas has gone up to eight and a half on the Kansas line. This is
2: absolutely 100% a bet on Providence. This is absolutely a bet on Providence. Because at some point, Ben, at some point, we all have to sit down and and, <laughs> and be serious with ourselves here. And look, I understand we can't overreact to them beating a 13 and a 12. I understand that. But... Everyone except for essentially Gil Wess and I, it felt like, was on was on South Dakota State the other day. What happened? I know there was a bogus foul call at the end when things got a little bit tight. Providence wins and covers. Today, I I don't know why I didn't lay. I ended up just throwing them in that parlay and tortured myself with that Arkansas game. Got there in the end. It got there. But that game was never close. The Providence Richmond game that was, bam, it was over quick. And in the second half, it was just even a bigger annihilation. Like, it didn't didn't hurt that Richmond was absolutely atrocious for three. But guess what? Part of that was Providence's defense. We all have to sit down at this point and say, hey, you know what? They were the picky regular season champs. Maybe they were actually good. Maybe they're a good team. Maybe they're a really good team. Maybe they're a legitimate top 15 team in the country, like they were seated by the committee here. And look. Could Kansas smash him? Yes. Kansas is capable, and Kansas wants to play. Kansas is capable of smashing anyone. they really call a hook and hold there? Sorry to, to keep track of it.
1: No, no, no. I'm I, pretty they sure did. they just. Yeah. the
2: refs just did something ridiculous in Portland. But we'll, we'll check that as as I continue here.
1: But... <laughs>
2: we will. Providence, their, their guards are good. Cooley is a really good coach. And, look, if Auburn loses tomorrow, if Auburn loses tomorrow to Miami, the pressure is all on Kansas to get out of this region. Because it will then be, Kansas is a big, big is a pretty significant favorite for a one versus four. By the way, Gonzaga's taking the lead at 58-57. And a 10 and an 11 in the bottom. And I understand it's two power conference teams, but Miami really isn't any good. And the fact that Michigan is here is pretty ridiculous. All the pressure would be on Kansas in that spot. I would not be shocked if Providence won this game outright, Ben. I really
1: you wouldn't be. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be shocked. If well, and out you right. talk about how much the perceived thought coming into that region was, all right, Kansas has just a cakewalk. We've seen in the past what has happened when Kansas has had a "quote unquote" cakewalk region. Now VCU you would like a word in 2011. Oh, man, that was the, and one, that was the original one of these. Original. I mean, you think about go back to uh, to Oregon, going into game you were at in Kansas City in the Elite Eight, knocking off uh, off Kansas there. I, how much of that does that does that factor into your handicapping going forward, especially when you think about how? really rough around the edges they looked today. I don't don't know if if it's fair to assign that to a very well-coached team. Bill Self has, and a very good coach in that, but as you see how they have shortened here to the, the, again, obviously these are off the board right now with Gonzaga. Uh, It was in some trouble now up four, but at eight to one, is that something that you consider going forward now? I mean, look, if
2: you could still get eight to one, yeah, I think you got to consider it. Oh, what a pass. Uh, but, But you have to consider it, though. You have to consider it. If you can get... I think at this point if you can get even 556 you have to consider it because again if Auburn loses tomorrow Ben which we will be discussing we we you're you're legitimately looking at two mediocre power 5 teams 10 and 11 that got through and again this team that is perceived to be the worst four-seed of all time despite being actually good so the pressure would all be on KU at that point to get it done Again, I wouldn't be shocked. Like I said, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm probably not going to pick it. I probably won't bet it. money line. I will take the points for Providence. Yeah. Especially giving me eight and a half. Wouldn't shock me. Four Providence eight, wins, uh, wins in Chicago next weekend.
1: Gonzaga by two, 63-61. One note, Memphis has committed 16 fouls in the half. Gonzaga just one. We're under eight minutes to go. We'll check it on that game next. Back here on v Betson. Bet Center. This is Beth Center on v the sports betting network. A five-hour energy to stay alert to watch all your favorite games. Or if you stayed up late to see that intense overtime game, take a five-hour energy shot in the mornings. So you can energize your day with zero sugar and an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine. It's the perfect pick-me-up for getting stuff done. Go to fivehourenergy.com to find over 15 flavors to choose from, with flavors like grape, tropical burst, cherry, blue raspberry, and more. There's flavor for everyone. Get a five-hour energy today. As we're back with Jeff Barrels, Ben Wilson with you, V Sin Bet Center. Things are getting interesting in Portland. Final game of the night. Round two Saturday night in the NCAA tournament, and Gonzaga and Memphis locked in a tight one. Memphis up 10 at the half. Gonzaga was getting a point and a half or two for the game at halftime, and they've outscored Memphis, Jeff, 32-21 in the second half, despite being outscored 29-2 to by the Memphis bench, despite shooting 6 of 15 from the free throw line. But Gonzaga has turned the tide, Jeff, and now they are a 5-5.5-point five to five and a half point live favorite here. Well, well,
2: well, look, there have been a few things in this half. First off, Drew Timmy has just gotten totally nuclear in the second half.
1: 22 tonight, 54 points for the tournament now. Yeah, he's been unbelievable in the second half.
2: This is when, when, when people criticize Penny Hardaway, these are the moments where the criticisms ring true. Because even though Memphis has the athletes to play gonzaga and we saw that throughout the first half another mystery that's gotta throw, be by a the foul. Way. who's that yeah, foul on a,
1: that's got to be on memphis doesn't it i have to think so and Matt gonzaga already in the bonus with 748 to go they I, I, committed I, three I, that, that was
2: pretty close i'm gonna be curious to see what they actually called that on uh but by the way that gonzaga's reacting i think but have got that wrong uh, they the called it, call it on
1: gonzaga didn't the guy
2: yeah. on memphis run into the, really that was bizarre but it looked Reg- like. regardless though uh, there have really not been enough defensive adjustments in this half. You have to fly a double at Timmy. They haven't doubled him at all. He destroyed everything in his path. And he's neglected to use his timeouts. There was one stretch in there he had to use when he ended in. Uh, but look, I, again, Memphis is still very much alive in this game. Uh, they're dealing with all sorts of foul trouble. Gonzaga has somehow only committed four fouls in 12 minutes in a game that's been very physical. So. Uh, and look, it, it just, uh, it'll be very, it'll be fascinating to see how Memphis manages to close this game. That is not a good shot, though. Uh, Memphis, for Memphis even though they get back short, get, gets it back. I'll anyway. say
1: your inkling, too, on the in, in game over, at least the pacing is was the correct. The, pay, the thought. pacing's there. We're up to 160.5 now, which is the highest it has been all night on the live in game total. was as low as 148.5. Closing total was 155.5. So, regardless of what side you were on there, going to be gut check time as Memphis. Misses again, knocked out of bounds off of Gonzaga. Somehow, I'm not sure how that happened. It'll be a third opportunity for Memphis. Down to 7:06 to go. I think
2: that call is actually right. The ref just did a pointing at the Gonzaga player to make it. That's clear off Gonzaga. But look, hey Ben, the one thing I'm concerned about with the total because we said it at 155 and a half was when I mm-hmm. said what I said. I'm just concerned that this game is so close that this thing is going to bog down now. Yeah, and is going to take some time off the clock before getting the ball to Timmy. Memphis hasn't really run much offense the last few minutes. So we're already seeing it uh, here. Seven minutes to go as uh, Memphis is going to get the ball back after another Gonzaga foul uh, at 64-62. Seriously, this is this is uh, oh, Mark Few's wife not happy with the officials. Marcy. Uh, but but this Let is... Let him have it, Marcy. Ben, this has been a really high-quality game regardless. Yeah. Uh, again, the best 1v... winner that we can all remember, of course, is that Wichita-Kentucky game, which is one of the best-played tournament games of all time, period, where Kentucky, of course, won that game and then made Mm -hmm. it to the title game, only to lose to Kevin Ollie's UConn team, which is still the team that uh, manages to blow up every single model there is on championship formulas in in the market. But this has been a high-quality game between two teams, that are as talented as anyone in the entire country. Now,
1: Holmgren does brick a three, leads to a run out, and we uh, are tied, 64 up, 640 to go. It'll be going to be a fun wiring act for one of these two teams. Gonzaga trying to survive. They have uh, they have outscored their opponents to combine 29 points in the second half after being outscored by eight in the first half across their first two tournament games. Gonzaga, uh, so that will that the winner of this game will face Arkansas. If you missed that, they held on, beat New Mexico State, 53 48 as soon as this matchup ends and we get an opening line you will be the first to know what that opening line is we already have two sweet sweet 16 matchups set in stone with opening lines there we still have Jeff eight more second round games to get to tomorrow uh, so as we watch this thing come down to the end we're gonna obviously keep an eye on this and uh, and, and update it a little more even f- more frequently as we get into the final few minutes here but uh, let us begin in earnest with our Sunday previews because we've got eight eight of these to get into over the next uh, hour and a half. Memphis, I'm not sure what just happened, but they found wow. a way to score on a very bizarre possession, Jeff. Uh, 66 apiece, 540 to go. Uh, Houston, Illinois kicks us off tomorrow in a game where we'll, we'll see the winner uh, face the winner of Arizona in TCU. So that is one of the bracketing pods in the south where we have, we will see both uh, teams play on the same day. The winner then advancing uh, to that south regional uh, of which games next week going to be played uh, overall uh jeff will we'll see this go to san antonio at the at&t center on thursday and there is your spread houston and illinois four and a half most places in the market one thirty-three and a half. and a half the total houston a trendy team to get beaten by many people in the market i was one of them i liked uab to go to the sweet 16 houston really controlled that game from the jump in a 14 point win easily covering the spread meanwhile illinois Led for about 30 seconds of the game, and it was the final 30 seconds as they they held off Chattanooga. We're never close to covering, though. We're laying seven and a half. You were all over Chattanooga in that game, Jeff. So it ends up being the 4-5, and uh, and Houston, even though they are the five seed, number five overall, in Ken Palm, have to imagine, based on what we saw in the first rounds and based on the season-long metrics, the rightful favorite here laying the four and a half. Real quick. Yes, five points per.
2: Nebhardt guy. with a ginormous three to put Gonzaga up five 71, with four 66. and a half to go. And Penny Hardaway is content to take his timeouts with him to the offseason.
1: There's no there's no reward for that, Penny. Yeah, he's. I don't yeah, know if just, he knows that. A very, very
2: bizarre uh, timeout management here from Penny, but big shot by Nebhardt to make it a five point game. Oh, 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 now they call oh, a ridiculous oh, charge. Oh, total uh, this flop is, this by is, Nebhardt. Is, this is a. Uh,
1: this is uh this is And now this becomes sweat time. Ma- if you now have you have a, might if be if sweating Memphis, if you're Memphis. Memphis uh, plus anything twelve or below better here.
2: Yeah, I, I think anything below, anything single digits, if you laid a bad number late, yeah. you you might be sweating a little bit. Back to that yeah. Illinois Let's go back game. To it. Uh Illinois, I will say this that was a soul crushing loss for Chattanooga. Just soul crushing, because Illinois was was bad in that game yesterday. And Chattanooga just didn't have enough offense. If Chattanooga just had one five-minute drought, they win that game instead of three. That's why they lost the game in the end. Uh, and again, that game was just another one in the, in the, in the, in the, in the line of, of games that have just been absurdly officiated recently uh, in this tournament. But Houston was very impressive against UAB. And now, look, they're not going to shoot 70% from three like they did in the first half. Uh, really putting that game on ice early against the Blazers. But to take a team that was a trendy underdog pick, at least to cover, and just blast them out like Houston did was very impressive. This line is right. Houston should be favored over Illinois. I'm not going to bet this game. If you made me bet it, I would probably lay with Houston I will take the better coach as well. Samson's a better coach than Underwood. And I like both of those guys. I thought Underwood did a terrible job on Friday night. Uh, There was no plan. There was no plan. And Samson, again, even though I've said that this is the most, this is the team that Ken Palm has gotten wrong the most ever to a positive side, where Houston is vastly overrated by Ken Palm. But in this matchup, I like them against Illinois. I think they handled their business. They're going to set up more than likely in Arizona Houston matchup
1: in San Antonio, which, I look, Houston
2: will be live in that game.
1: They given, will be live in that yeah, game. Yeah, well, I was going so given the likely impending Arizona match, and we'll talk about that game on the other side, Arizona and TCU, is this in your consider, would this be if you were still in a survivor pool? If you've made no. it this far, this, would this be in consideration? No? Well, you know what? I
2: can't say no, because we talked about it earlier. You have, well, it may not be valid anymore, because it looks like Gonzaga may survive here. But, you really tomorrow have to really hold back on using the left side of the bracket if Gonzaga were to lose because you would end up basically being in a scenario where if Arkansas Memphis uh, and then of course uh, St Peter's right North Carolina UCLA you're gonna have to hold off and you in possibly have to use a Purdue or a Texas. In, in in the in the following uh, in the following right. round uh, against St. Peter's in the in the round of 16. As much as that pains me to say that we have to go against the Peacocks, oh. but I don't see how St. Peter's beats Texas. Uh, Purdue, I'd give them a better chance against. But I would consider, I would consider okay. Houston consideration.
1: We're, we're to the under four media timeout. 71-66 Gonzaga. They have outscored Memphis 40 to 25 in the second half. Live total, 156 and a half. So this thing is going to come right down to the number on the total. Gonzaga Lang seven live. They closed a nine and a half or ten point closing favorite. A lot of money, though, on Memphis from 12, 12 and a half down to that nine and a half, ten point number. Final game of the night. It has treated us to a good one. We've been treated well on the desk, huh, Jeff, even if our bets are not good. hundred percent. We'll have that that uh, that finish for you. We'll also begin and continue our breakdowns of all the Sunday action. Seven more games still to discuss on the other side right here on VEASAN Center. This is Bet Center on VSEN, the sports betting network. Look your best and draft your best with the Just for Men March Basketball Series. Draft a winning lineup and two free-to-play contests for your shot at a share of $10,000 in total prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash JFM now to join the action. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. It is crunch time. Final game of the night. The book is packed. Behind us at the Circa Sportsbook Studios as it is a three-point game. 41.7 seconds left. And the fans had a very similar reaction as you just did, Jeff Parnell. Oh, man. very questionable foul call that sends Gonzaga to the line up to 76-73 in a game where the second half total has already gone over. Gonzaga likely going to cover the second half number. It's just a matter of will they win or not. They've outscored Memphis 45-32 as an eight-point second half favorite. First free throw good Penny Hardaway, since we last checked, has not used any of his remaining three timeouts, Jeff, and it's a four-point game.
2: For what it's worth, I actually did think the foul call was right. My hands are on my head because I thought Holmgren walked before Uh he even got rid of the pass. I thought that was a pretty obvious travel. Uh, But uh, look, uh, Bolton knocks in both on a night where Gonzaga has really been bad at the line, which is very (laughs) out of character for uh, him.
1: Eight of of 19, now nine of 20 after the last make, 78-73. Yeah, just very out of character from them to just. It's be, not like they've been
2: amazing, but one hundred seventy-first, you're under fifty percent. I mean, it's, uh, I mean
1: that's. 40%.
0: If you dare,
1: eighty-two percent to be exact.
2: But but look, uh, I I will say, regardless of how this goes, uh, Gonzaga, this is the pure definition of surviving advance. And if you're Memphis, you, look, I. Every bad thing that has been said about Penny as a coach kind of came to fruition in the second half. He made no in-game adjustments when Timmy was going nuts in that second half to, oh, why don't we change our defense? Why don't we fly a double team at him? Didn't do that, and he's going to go to the offseason with all of his timeouts. And it just It's just bad in-game coaching. And again, Penny did a very— Penny getting getting the teams from the depth of despair to this point he's done a very nice job from that. again that ECU game was really seemed to be the pivot point even though they lost the following one to SMU but this was a bad night for Penny yeah bad night for Penny in a game that quite frankly Memphis had been the better team in better teaming for the majority of the game so I just a tough way to go out if you're Memphis here. If this is it and you don't come back from five down with 40 to go.
1: And for, at least for the backers of Memphis, you you feel Should fine be right at this here. point. Closing nine and a half or 10 as high as 12, 12 and a half. Total is going to get interesting because, hey, look, based on the – you would think with the foul game, Jeff, you advocated for that in-game over at 155 and a half, which was our pregame number. It went all over the place. It was a little bit pacing lower, slower tempo early. Back higher, highest watermark was 161 and a half. We're right now sitting at 151, Jeff, with 42 seconds to go. So you would think if you're on the over here at that half 156 mark, you should be good, but still gonna be a, a sweat regardless. So uh, we'll see what happens there. One do want to give a quick shout out to uh to our one of our producers on this network, yes. Wyatt Tomchek. He is uh, the radio play by play voice of the UNLV Lady Rebels. They are trying to pull off a huge upset right now, Jeff, in the women's tournament. They are a 14-and-a-half-point dog as the 13th seed in a true road game at fourth seeded Arizona in Tucson. And they this was a tie game at the end of three quarters. They're, they're trying to hold it together. They're down six right now with four minutes to go, Jeff. But uh, shout-out our guy Wyatt. do His first NCAA tournament game, he has gotten the chance to call. Big moment for him. Uh, Lady Rebels going to need a, a push late. But uh, hey, impressive showing against last year's finalists, Arizona. How about that, Jeff? Yeah, you're pretty good showing here uh today. It been a bit been actually again uh You're betting women's games, aren't
2: you? Uh yes, I I I had I had three today. Went two and one in the three. Uh yeah. but uh uh Kentucky uh uh Howard, their best player, got hurt early in the game and that was kind of doomed from there. But regardless, the change of back here now, Ben 42 seconds left. Timeout has wrapped up. Yeah, <laughs> Gonzaga actually called the time. By the way. That was the that timeout by few, I'm pretty sure, was the first timeout called in this game by either coach. I think
1: you're right. <laughs> Which is kind of a static. Neither used it. I think actually Actually, few if you, if you used used his, use this, use it uh, or lose it yeah, in, the first timeout in the first half. He yeah. did use it. All right. Memphis needs something. Three straight away. Oh, got yes. it! Oh book goes right, well, nuts behind us. Well, you got a foul. Two, Two and a half game. second Remember. differential too, Ben. Uh, you can't po- when the team is nine of twenty from the line, you can't possibly play this out. Oh, you Can gotta, you? Penny, you got a foul. Uh, They're not fouling. got a foul, guys. Gonzaga well, might actually, not get it second. over in 10. They now just foul. do. Now, now, now Gonzaga will, okay. uh, will, will draw you, the foul on Memphis. You know,
2: you know what? That wasn't as bad as it seemed there because Gonzaga almost messed around. <laughs> they got a 10-second call there. That was awfully wow. close.
1: One. We're now at 154, so if Gonzaga makes both free throws, at the bare minimum, you'll be pushing on and over. Andrew Nemhard, who is an 87% foul shooter at the line where he's 2 of 3 tonight... Again, they're just nine of twenty though from the field overall tonight. Nemhard, bang. He's a,
2: here's the here's the thing, man. They're not missing these free throws now. Been terrible the whole game. They're making these of course, the ones now, that matter, right? Uh, but but look again. I think Penny just took a timeout. <laughs> yes, he knows he, <laughs> he has did timeouts. Look at that. Somebody alerted Penny. But that uh, that t- The timeouts are well, look twenty two point one to go here, Ben. I hate to pull the broadcast, the ridiculous broadcaster cliche, but if Nebhard misses this free throw, if you're Memphis, you have to go right to the basket here and try for the quick two because the refs in this game now, the only problem with this is they have neglected to call fouls on Gonzaga here in this half.
1: Kind of an so
2: issue. You're almost. I would almost put them in a position, kind of like Akinjo did at the end of the North Carolina regulation for Baylor, where put the pressure on the refs to call a foul, and guess what? The refs were very happy to abide. Oh, <laughs> it's a great game. way of phrasing it. Um, so, I, look. Uh, regardless of if he, if he makes the free throw, then obviously you're probably you're probably playing to try to get a three, get this thing down to one, and then give yourself a realistic chance here. But uh, look, this has been a this has been a fantastic game, Ben. This really has odd, truly yeah. been a fantastic game. By the way, it made one more point, and that 155-and-a-half we discussed will have gone over as well. So, th- again, this is Memphis we knew all year was one of those teams that if they got it right, they could play with anyone, they could beat anyone, and that has been proven tonight, regardless if Gonzaga holds on here. um, And, uh, again, if Gonzaga holds on I'm very interested to see what the Arkansas Gonzaga line opens at oh. in a game that I would very much intend probably laying with Gonzaga, because Arkansas managed to play their way out of a net part. Not right. they, they barely even touched the net on that all
1: line. all overs have officially cashed based on the closing numbers. Eighty to seventy six Gonzaga. Memphis, if they get fouled, would be in the one and one as well. And they they, they gotta get something quick. Oh, this is great. 13 possession. seconds left. Step back three no fight for the board. Looks Time like out. Memphis has it still alive, and a foul finally called on a third opportunity of the possession. 6.1 to long. go, and Memphis is now in the tough spot where, are, are you not in a position here, Jeff, where you got to make the first try to miss the second intentionally and bat it out, get a three? Because you're at 6.1 no, now. No, well, oh boy, you're kind of... If the, you make both three you're throws, you're down. A, it's it's you're, basically, you're, you're, you're playing the... The, the the you know the you're, betting you're, game here, where you're hoping Gonzaga would have to miss at least one free throw. That's five on Holmgren. Not Chet that Holmgren has fouled not, out.
2: Not that that Wait a second. How, how did Holmgren pick up five fouls in a game when it barely blew the whistle against Gonzaga in the second half? <laughs> that's <a> fair <laughs> question. <laughs> wait a second. Uh, but but look, this 6.1 is six point one to go now. You're a kind of game. in a no. You're kind of in no man's
1: land here now. If you're Memphis, because given the fact that the likelihood of Nemhard getting the ball is here, so is but, so high out but, of that. But here's inbounds. the
2: other thing now, though. Holmgren's off the court, so the one that's, guy, that's the, thing. the one guy that you know is longer than anyone you have, is not in there. First, you got to make the first, first one. First free and they throw, did.
1: good. Yeah, eighty to seventy seven. You know what,
2: Ben? You're probably all right. You're probably in the scenario where you got to miss this intentionally and hope you get a frenzy miracle here. More so that's, a, that's my thought. It, it, it's not like the NBA where you could advance it twice right. with your two timeouts. You have to go to length of the floor twice in six seconds. It's not happening. But they naturally make it. And they do make it. And Penny actually knows he has a timeout. So, there you go. Now, now the, now the ma-
1: one thing also, Jeff, that what actually will help Hardaway in this spot as a coach here, where you have one timeout left, let's say, let's say, they obviously, they foul. If they somehow get a miss on one end and they get the ball with three seconds left, they could then... Throw a pass up ahead, advance it to the front court, call a timeout there, and at least get something set up with probably three, four seconds there. That would need to, of course, be a first free throw missed, second free throw make. Otherwise, if they make the first, miss the second, you're probably just in a mad scramble there to get up the court. But you're, you're at least have a puncher's chance if you're Memphis. And for Gonzaga, you make two free throws, the game's over. This is just great. get the just get, if you're this Gonzaga, just get the
2: ball to Neb hard in, any, in way, exactly. any, any
1: way, fashion. He's not missing a free throw here. That's why we advocated for yeah. the, you gotta, the intentional miss free throw, which yeah, Memphis I, did not do. I mean, who is the arrow? That's the other question. So here's the deal, Memphis, has the, Memphis arrow. has the arrow. But
2: what are the chances on anything that is remotely close no getting way. called There's a jump nowhere? There's no way. I tend to agree with you. Well, as we oh, run right, up against the, the break. Yes, here we go. The Dana My open mind. play.
1: Five guys My on mind. the line. I love this play. <laughs> Saw it in Salt Lake. It helped Oregon win a game. Gonzaga does it. They get it into Nemhard. Perfect execution. Full two seconds run off the clock. They get the foul. Gonzaga shooting free throws. Will the Zags hang on? We'll find out next. Certainly a big, big scare for the tournament's number one overall seed. Looks like they'll survive. Looks like Memphis Tiger backers will win the tickets, though, as they cash as a near 10-point underdog. All right, more updates coming your way next here on V-CIN